This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture, and 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything ag. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit Mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Here's what we got going on for today. Adam Piccolo with PI Financial discusses the latest performance of the grain markets and what to watch for next week. An agricultural equipment manufacturer held a media tour yesterday that also included the provincial agriculture minister, David Merritt. And we'll hear from Gerald Dammon, the latest winner of the 620 CKRM Spring Country Cookout. Farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And Municipal Hail Insurance, crop insurance at cost. See municipalhail.ca. The July canola contract was down $10 a metric ton, just above $700 for the week, while the July Minneapolis wheat contract was down $0.14 a bushel to around $8.25. That's according to Future Commodity Advisor with PI Financial Adam Piccolo, who says July Minneapolis wheat had a nice rally on Wednesday, reaching a high of $8.88 a bushel, compared to last week's low of $7.69. There's a few reasons for where wheat is now. The lack of deal between Russia and Ukraine to get kind of more exports going was definitely kind of supportive. Uh, and you know what? Really, I'm seeing a, a lack of a significant recovery in wheat given the outside market forces from corn and soybeans. So corn and soybeans have been going down quite a bit here recently. Um, The commitment of traders positioning report uh, shows on the wheat side that funds are actually nearing the largest short levels since January 2018. So uh, a lot of fund traders are betting that this wheat market is going to go down kind of here, especially on the Chicago contract. Uh, I have been watching as well, too, the spread between uh, Kansas City and Chicago wheat. Uh, That's reached some historic levels. So uh, definitely some interesting kind of moves on the wheat front. And then on the canola front here, looking at, again, how the soy markets have been affecting things. Uh, November soybeans uh, have had a strong recovery off the lows, but then, you know, again, this week they've started to kind of move a little bit lower, um, and the market now remains really extremely oversold uh, with about an 80-cent slide from the last commitment of traders report uh, being measured. So I'm seeing that uh, the soybean markets are approaching kind of about the lowest levels in about 18 months and I, I don't see much of a recovery happening as there is pretty a, a good crop so far coming kind of in in South America. The Black Sea grain export deal has been extended for another two months but negotiations continue. Bacalo says that's an example of how markets can change with one piece of news. 
one little piece of news can change this this market to be moving lower. Again, Minneapolis ha- had a, a significant rally there uh, in about a week from 780 to 880 a bushel, so a dollar a bushel. And when that deal came out, we dropped about 50, 60 cents right away. So um, I'm seeing, and especially talking with clients about protecting on these rallies on their new crop because, uh, again, one thing happens and, you know, there is a lot of wheat in the world. The fundamentals aren't there, I believe, for wheat to go higher. So uh, selling on rallies, I think, is kind of the prudent thing to do. Piccolo says the next big thing to watch for next week is the U.S. debt ceiling. If and when it does get raised here, I think that'll just be a risk-off feeling, um, you know, depending on what traders are are looking at. And uh, I could see that being kind of a good catalyst for the markets and and grains as well. Adam Bacallo is a future commodity advisor with PI Financial. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch, eaves trough size matters. So see Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist, prairieeavestrough.ca. An agricultural equipment manufacturer a few kilometers northwest of Saskatoon on Highway 16 is in the midst of a two-year expansion. Redicop Manufacturing held a media tour yesterday, which was also attended by the Provincial Agriculture Minister, Trevor Thiessen is the president and co-owner of Redicop Manufacturing. Our space in the industry has really grown, and so we're very fortunate to have kind of benefited from that as well, and, and so we needed more space. We're going to basically double the business here over the next two years, and that'll give us a lot more production capacity and space to add products for export. Redicop is a leading manufacturer of all things dealing with harvest operations. We make products for the combine, uh, so harvest residue products. So we make straw choppers that chop up the residue. And then we also make a new product that mechanically kills the weed seeds that are in that residue coming off the combine. So these are all bolt-ons onto the combine that we provide to the farmer and then help them be more efficient on their operations. About three-quarters of the company's sales are exports. Main markets are probably Australia and Europe right now, and then Canada represents about 25% of our business, so 75% would be export. But yeah, that's really grown over the last number of years as well. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt remembers Redicop Manufacturing and their products from four decades ago when it was a family-run business. Back in the 80s, uh, the Redicop straw chopper was widely utilized, and we saw it uh, even in my uncle's farm. He had it, and... It just tells you that technology's been here for a while. They're expanding because companies want to buy their product, right? They really do. So uh, my understanding is it's doing business with Claws, you're doing some business with Deer. So, I mean, uh, that's what I'm hearing, and I, and I hope that's uh, correct. So, But obviously, they're seeing expansion here for a reason. Redicop is one of many companies involved in farm equipment manufacturing. Shipments by Saskatchewan Agricultural Implement Companies have increased in value by 135% over the past five years, from $359 million in 2018 to $843 million last year. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. 
Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Canadian farmers are in the early stages of planting the country's next chickpea crop, with market conditions firm for the time being, ahead of new crop harvests in other countries. Jake Hansen of Midwest Grain at Moose Jaw expects the range-bound trend will continue until there's a better sense of production in Russia and Turkey. Both countries are major chickpea growers, with harvests that come off before Canada's. Turkey typically produces a good quality chickpea crop, while Russia's quality can be more hit or miss. India is also a major world player in the world chickpea market, and anecdotal reports point to its recently harvested crop having good yields, but not the best quality. The International Grains Council has bumped up its forecast for total global grain production for 2023-24 to a record 2.294 billion metric tons, raising outputs for corn and soybeans but reducing its call for wheat. Compared to the IGC's April report, it added 3 million metric tons to its May forecast on overall new crop production. The ending stocks for 2023-24 were trimmed by 1 million metric tons at 580 million, which would be 9 million less than the previous year. The IGC reduced world wheat production by 4 million metric tons from April at 783 million, which would be 20 million less than 2022-23. Global corn output saw a 9 million metric ton boost from the previous month to 1.217 billion, largely based on significant increases in Brazil's corn harvests for 2023-24. World soybean production for 2023-24 was nudged up 2 million metric tons from April at 403 million. Three new ships were authorized yesterday to take part in a deal allowing the safe Black Sea export of Ukraine grain. Global wheat prices fell further a day after Russia agreed to extend the pact for 60 more days. Russia had threatened to quit the Black Sea Agreement if a list of demands to overcome obstacles to its own grain and fertilizer exports was not met by yesterday. The Kremlin says it extended the agreement because some results from talks had given it certain hopes, but more progress needed to be made. The UN and Turkey brokered the deal for an initial 120 days last July to help tackle a global food crisis that has been aggravated by Moscow's invasion of Ukraine, one of the world's leading grain exporters. The deal had ground to a halt on Wednesday after the last authorized ship left a Ukrainian port. More than half of the world's large lakes and reservoirs have shrunk since the early 1990s, chiefly because of climate change. That's intensifying concerns about water for agriculture, hydropower, and human consumption. A team of international researchers reported that some of the world's most important freshwater sources, from the Caspian Sea between Europe and Asia to South America's Lake Titicaca, lost water at a cumulative rate of about 22 gigatons per year for nearly three decades. Lakes in Canada's Arctic were part of the drying trend, partially because of changes in temperature and potential evapotranspiration, 
which is in line with broader climate changes toward increasing evaporative loss due to higher lake temperatures and reduced lake ice extents. Declines seen in naturally occurring lakes were in part offset by precipitation and runoff-driven lake water storage gains in others, such as the Great Lakes and Lake Winnipeg. State investigators have determined that a fire and explosion at a dairy farm in the Texas panhandle that injured one person and killed an estimated 18,000 head of cattle was an accident. It started with an engine fire in a manure vacuum truck. A state fire marshal investigation report on the April 10th blaze says the driver of the truck tried to put out the fire and several other workers came to help, but it quickly spread. The April 24th report says the investigation is now closed. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. For today, a sunny sky with winds from the south at 30, gusting to 50 kilometers an hour, high of 22 degrees. Tonight, clear, then partly cloudy, and a 30% chance of showers before the morning. Haze will become local smoke overnight. Winds from the southwest at 20, gusting to 40 kilometers an hour, then becoming lighter later on in the evening, and a low of 8 degrees. Tomorrow, part the cloudy, 30% chance of showers early in the morning, some smoke as well with a high of 27 degrees, the low 12. Sunday, sunshine, high of 26, the low 14. Gets hot on Monday, sunny, high of 30 degrees, the low 15. Tuesday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, high of 25, the low 10. Wednesday, part the cloudy, high of 26, the low 11, and Thursday, part the cloudy, and a high of 25 degrees. Normal highs are 20, normal low is 5, sun rose at 5.06 this morning, and the sun will set at quarter to 9 tonight. Taking a look around the province, in Estevan, 16 degrees, Saskatoon, 20, Swift Current, 19, Weyburn, 16, and Yorkton, 18. Hotspot in Saskatchewan is at Leader at 22 degrees. The somewhat cold spot is in Mancota at 14. In Regina, sunshine. Winds from the south at 24 to 42 kilometers an hour. Humidity is at 32%. Temperature is at 18 degrees. That is 64 Fahrenheit. Barometric pressure is at 102.4 and falling. In Moose Jaw, partly cloudy. Winds from the south 31 Temperature 18 degrees. Once again in Regina, sunny, south wind at 24 to 42 kilometers an hour. Temperature at 18 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougallAuction.com. It's being called a perfect storm. Seeding continues across the prairies and the demand for fertilizer is high, but getting that fertilizer to producers has been the issue. 
John Bickner is owner and operator of Bickner Trucking, based in Vanguard in southwest Saskatchewan, running a fleet of 50 to 60 trucks servicing an area from North Dakota to the Peace River region in Alberta. He says there are several factors at play. There's several factors going on right now. Mother Nature is one of them. You know, North Dakota and southeast uh, Saskatchewan, southern Manitoba have been extremely wet when they should be wrapping up. you know, Peace River Block is ahead of them. So as a result, you have all the areas seeding at the same time. There's no northern migration to the seeding. So everybody's seeding at the same time, which puts pressure on the plants, supplies, and of course, the shipping industry. Bickner says another angle is fertilizer facilities being short-staffed. COVID did thin out the pot. There seems to be, you can still find them, but the, the good drivers are, are thinning out. And the good drivers, we have lots of 25, 30-year 30 experienced guys here, which is great, but there's going to be a time when it's not refilling. Bickner says he doesn't have a shortage of drivers at his company, but others say many smaller trucking firms have either shut down or downsized in recent years. Another factor, he says, is the 2021 drought. When there wasn't much grain to move, truckers sought other commodities to move or just exited the business altogether. Then there's the mandatory use of e-logs by truckers. Bickner says e-logs starts when the truck starts, so flexibility and discretion as to how many hours a trucker can work are gone. He says it's difficult to quantify the impact of e-logs, but estimates it has cut capacity by 10 to 15%. More support for producers that have had their forage supplies damaged by wildlife. Enhancements have been made to the Wildlife Damage Prevention Program. Saskatchewan producers can receive funding for steps taken to prevent wildlife damage to feed supplies. The province says funding for fencing is available and producers who have received compensation greater than $2,000 per feed storage site may be eligible to receive a fence package to protect their future feed supplies. They add once a fence is constructed, a site is no longer eligible for wildlife damage compensation. The announcement comes two days after adjustments were made to the Wildlife Damage Compensation Program. Producers who have put in a wildlife damage claim between September 1, 2022 and March 31st this year are eligible for the compensation. More information about these two programs can be found by contacting your local Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Office or on the Saskatchewan Crop Insurance website. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Looked at Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Gerald Dammon from the Krillman Heward area is our sixth winner of the 620 CKRM Spring Country Cookout. Gerald says he's been farming since he was 19 years old. And I'm 73 years old now. So I have a little bit of a history about the farm. And uh, I uh, started uh, with six quarters over by Heward here, north of Heward. And I've gradually built up uh, with rent and everything. We're farming. Uh, like uh, 13,000 acres, and we run a thousand head of cattle, and we're in uh, right now. We calve late. Uh, we're just cows are starting to calve now, and uh, we background our calves every year, and we sell them like 
like two weeks ago. And the price had really gone up from fall till now, so it turned out okay this year, but sometimes it can go the other way too. But yeah, we've uh, got about 3,000 acres seeded. We've got all our uh, peas seeded, and uh, we're doing our lentils now. And we have uh, durum and uh, corn that we seed, and uh, canola, and uh, other, a couple other, well, barley, a little bit of barley notes for the cattle. And uh, canary, canary, we've started seeding out a few years ago. Seems to be working our rotation pretty good. I don't think we're going to be seeding much spring wheat this year. It's mostly durum because uh, you never know. It's kind of not that good a price right now. And a lot of the commodity prices have gone down, but hopefully everything else starts coming down too, like your chemical and fertilizer and all this kind of stuff. So anyway, that almost uh, sums it up. I, I enjoy what I'm doing. And I don't, I can't see retirement in the future at all, because I love what I'm doing. Absolutely, it's like you never work a day in your life. That's right. Some days you work too hard, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, you know, with the big operation that you have, uh, that obviously keeps you busy. Uh, I could imagine you have lots of help too. Yeah, we uh, we have uh, three three hired men, and then my son. He's uh, he's the main uh, operator now. I'm just sitting back making sure he doesn't make too many mistakes. And he, he comes to me for advice, and I'm not always right either and stuff. So we get along pretty good. But uh, an operation like this takes uh, a little bit of book work and stuff too. So, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm pretty, pretty good at it, and so that helps. Other than that, uh, yeah, it's lots of, uh, been a... I've been producing free food for the world all my life. And, you know, as long as I've been able to pay my bills, it's, uh, you know, that's all I want want to do in life. Absolutely. And just kind of curious, what are the fields looking like? Are they, are they wet? Are they adequate? Actually, uh, we're in real good condition here. Uh, they're almost, there's a little bit of slews you got to go around, but not bad. But I've seen it too dry too many years, so uh, rain doesn't bother me at all. I think it's a little bit later, but... Like right now, with the moisture and the heat, uh, your crop is up in three days. So it's gonna it'll catch up, eh? As long as you don't get another big shot of rain or snow, it can still snow yet too. Hope not. <laughs> I sure hope don't. Yeah. I sure hope it doesn't either. It's been a long winter already. Oh, yeah. So anyway, it's been nice meeting you, and uh, good luck in the, your future endeavors. Thank you. Thank you, and uh, congratulations. Yes, and uh, it was uh, awesome uh, winning this year uh, Free Supper through CKRM and all their sponsors. That's uh, been a real good thing, and they left us all the leftovers, so I'll be able to be eating for three or four more days. Gerald Dammon from the Krillman Heward area is the sixth winner of the 620 CKRM Spring Country Cookout. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers and our community. Grain prices at Viterra were down in early trading today. Canola is down $1.40 to $6.96.92 a metric ton. Number one red spring wheat is down $2.32 at $3.71.93. The rest were unchanged. Durham at 409.80, 
feed barley 345.61, chickpeas 1058.22, flax 541.98, lentils 765.50, oats 220.32, yellow peas 382.85, and feed wheat 289.55. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is down a quarter cent at $8.28 a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock at 842-4574. Now the latest Livestock Quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of May 19th. Our last sale was on May 10th. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.35 to $1.60. D3 cows sold from $1.10 to $1.35. Canner cows sold from $0.70 cents to $1. Half rats sold from $1.90 to $2.14. And good butcher bulls sold from $1.50 to $1.73. We had a few steers and heifers at this sale. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged two dollars and 87 cents and sold up to two dollars and 97 cents 800 to 900 pound steers averaged two dollars and 50 cents and sold up to two dollars and 61 cents and steers over 900 pounds averaged two dollars and 37 cents and sold up to two dollars and 45 cents and for the heifers 600 to 650 pound heifers averaged two dollars and 74 cents and sold up to two dollars and 85 cents 650 to 700 pound heifers averaged two dollars and 62 cents and sold up to two dollars and 70 cents. 700 to 800 pound heifers averaged two dollars and 47 cents and sold up to two dollars and 72 cents. And 800 to 900 pound heifers averaged two dollars and 46 cents and sold up to two dollars and 49 cents. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. For the Moose Jaw plant, it's at $196.76 per CKG. That continues a recent trend of steady increases. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced dozens of new sanctions on Russia today at the G7 Leaders Summit in Hiroshima. His office says the sanctions are on 17 individuals and 18 entities linked to Russian companies that provide military technology and know-how to Russia's armed forces and their family members and members of the Kremlin elite. Sanctions will also be applied on 30 individuals and 8 entities involved in Russia's ongoing human rights violations in Ukraine. Those violations include the transfer and custody of Ukrainian children in Russia. Retail sales fell 1.4% to $65.3 billion in March. Statistics Canada says sales at motor vehicle and parts dealers dropped 4.4%, while sales at gas stations and fuel vendors were down 3.9% for the month. But the agency says core sales rose 0.3% in March. On the markets, the TSX is up 64 points at 20,361. The Dow is down 71 points to 33,464. Oil is down 5 cents at $71.89 per barrel. 
And the Canadian dollar is at 74 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.